Mm, there's some special brushes I can show you that can solve all your problems. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Good Bad Show. I'm Andy. And I'm Matt. And this is a podcast where we talk about something, something specific, and then we talk about whether it's good or bad. This is also a podcast where you can challenge us about any episode on Twitter, but then you have to be prepared for when we reply and we don't stop, and then you want to mute us and you regret you ever said anything. Oh, are you still responding to him? No, I thought you were. You probably, I figured I just walked away and there's just a stream of Andy. And it just keeps going. Oh, I started gardening. I don't know where, where the conversation ended. You can challenge us on anything, but be prepared. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We expect you... If you're going to come to the king, you better come correct. Something like that. Take a swing at the king. You best not miss. I think that's what you were trying to say the first time. Yeah. Those things. <laughs> Tonight, Matt, I'm going to give you a choice of topics. Oh, boy. I can't wait. Yeah. I just spent a bunch of time gardening and mowing the lawn and doing stuff that generally leads to me just thinking about stuff. So I've got a number mm-hmm. of topics I'm prepared to discuss. And you get to choose which one you want to talk about. And then you can later choose to edit this out of the show if you think it's stupid, or you can keep it in to give people a sneak preview of future topics on Good Bad Show. And they can see how the show is really made, where sometimes you don't tell me anything, and you just say, hey, pick from a hat, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, it's, it's not like pick... Okay, I guess it's kind of pick from a hat. Except it's not random. For all I know, it could be. You're just, you're just hitting word-generating buttons. The topics I'm prepared to... Yeah, I'm, I'm on a website just hitting <laughs> random words. That, that's, how, that's how this works. Uh, the topics I'm prepared to discuss, that you can choose from. I'm not going to tell you where I, where I stand on them. You have to choose irreverent but of, that, know, of that knowledge. But I'll know, because I know you. Well, it's, you might know some of them, you might not know other ones. So the first one is dishwashers. Yep. Second one is seasons, as in the four seasons yep. of weather, climate, the seasons. Yep. And the third one is astrology. Um, I know the answer to everyone. I know where you stand mm-hmm. on every single one of these things. I bet things. you don't. I, bet, I really bet you don't. I really bet I do. <laughs> well, we'll have to find out three episodes later. I'm picking dishwashers. All right, here we go. Uh, are you ready? We've, we've talked about this, this one you do know, because we haven't talked about this before. But we have. We've talked about it in passing uh, in a context where we were supposed to be discussing graphic design. And now we have our own. We've made a brand new show just so we can discuss things like dishwashers. So why are you not? Are we made a mistake or <laughs> this is a good thing? Yeah, either we are giving in to our worst tendencies and we're just you know, turning them up to 11 and really enabling the things about us that are the most annoying. Or maybe we're being our truest selves. That's for you to decide. And apparently this week's Twitter poll, once I get a chance to post it. Uh, but dishwashers, Matt. Dishwashers. I have problems with dishwashers. As, oh, I know you as do. As you know, and I think some other <laughs> listeners might know. And I want to enumerate those problems with dishwashers here on this episode of Good Bad Show. Where I'm going to argue the dishwashers are bad. Yep. So... I want to set, set a few ground rules. First, I'm talking about like residential dishwashers. Like, I don't think that there are certainly circumstances where dishwashers are basically required. Uh, you know, big restaurants, uh, other kinds of food service establishments. There, I'm not even sure feas- it's be feasible to run those operations without a dishwasher. So there, it seems like a perfectly reasonable invention is doing a great thing. Oh, so you're saying machines should be replacing jobs, huh, Andy? Yeah, exactly. Machines should... No, actually, yes, I am saying that. Real human uh, monster. That is a whole other... Let me write that down. It's a whole other podcast someday. Machines took our jobs. All right. Noted. Um, so, residential dishwashers. This is a thing that I don't think many people think critically about. I think most people are like, dishwashers are good. I, of course, want one. If I'm renting an apartment or if I'm buying a house, I definitely want a kitchen with a dishwasher. A kitchen with a dishwasher is better than a kitchen without a dishwasher. Well, if you rent an apartment without a dishwasher, significantly less money than with a dishwasher, therefore must be better. 
Sure. Obviously. I, I think that is very much a thing that happens. I think that uh, dishwasher is an indicator of, you know, it, it drives demand. People think people just think it's good. If you live in New York and you have a dishwasher, it is a sign of great wealth to me. Yeah, of enormous wealth. <laughs> if I see, if I walk into a New York apartment and I see a dishwasher, I think this, this person is doing very well for themselves. Mm-hmm. And this is, part of this, I think, is a phenomenon which I'm going to try and give shape to over the course of many episodes of this podcast and find a better descriptor for later but the phenomenon of it's better to have the thing than not have the thing right like if a thing exists of course it's better to have it than not to have it yes uh which i think is something that's very prevalent um, in technology like people that really love technology and i would count myself among the people that really love technology only one of us has a nest thermostat i'm not gonna say who but it's not me uh yeah no it's true i do uh so i like technology i think technology is great i i want people to invent more of it i want people to try making different kinds of technology i want them to fail on some of them uh i embrace that culture of making things and failing and all that all that kind of stuff i think it's great um and dishwashers are technology they're not a super modern technology but you know in the last well i'm guessing i should probably know i should probably look this up before the show i'm gonna guess the dishwasher was invented in Let's say I'm going to bet it was invented pre-World War II, let's say like 1932, and I bet that it was popularized in residential use in the mid-50s. Uh, now I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah, the first patent is in 1850, although it doesn't necessarily mean they were making them. That's a mechanical dishwasher that was like a thing you had to crank with your hand, which, sure. Let's see, mm-hmm. drying elements added in 1940. Did not become a commercial success. It was only successful and sold its domestic utilities in the post-war boom in the 1950s, which is what I guessed. Anyway. Well, on a scale of wheel to iPhone, pretty sure, modern. Pretty, pretty modern, uh, you know, relative to other technologies. So the dishwasher is a technology, like any other. And I think people have the attitude of more technology is better. More things that I can own and have in my house makes it a better kitchen, a better house, a better whatever. Uh, and they don't recognize that what a dishwasher does is it fundamentally changes your relationship with dirty dishes. And it changes it in a way that I don't think is overall good. So my main criticism of dishwashers, I have a couple main criticisms. My main criticism of dishwashers is that it encourages a kind of behavior which I don't think is generally like good for people's mental health in a way that, that sounds exaggerating, like I'm really kind of hyperbolizing a little bit, but the way dishwashers work is you finish a meal, you have X number of dirty dishes. Some of which, by the way, still need to be washed by hand. You can never put anything, everything in a dishwasher, so it's not like it's a catch-all solution. You're still going to have to wash certain things by hand. And whatever goes in the dishwasher goes in the dishwasher. And that means that you are basically putting it off until later. Like this mess, I'm just going to put in this space, and later on it will be solved. And depending on the size of your home and the size of your dishwasher and the size of your family or domestic uh, partners or people you're living with, roommates... The dishwasher might be run after every single meal. Maybe it's run once a day. Maybe it's run once every three days. It's probably less consistent for most people. But the end result of this means that any, at any given time in your kitchen, you have X number of dishes. And whether they are clean or dirty is a unknown variable. Are all your dishes clean or dirty? Who knows? Uh, if you set a very rigorous pattern, like I run my dishwasher every single night, so every morning, everything is clean and every night lots of things are dirty then you can start to alleviate this a little bit but in general you walk into your kitchen you don't necessarily know what's clean you don't know what's dirty and you don't know where everything is if you're looking for a mug it could be in the dishwasher buried in the back where it might be dirty or clean or it could be with the place where mugs go 
So you have this like separation of the cleaning from the act of eating, which I think is a significant, a significant like experience, a significant detraction on the experience of like cooking and eating a meal. Uh, to like have your kitchen be in this state of flux and this variable of like the dishwasher be an unknown thing, uh, I think is a significant issue that people don't really think about. Have you experienced this, Matt? Because I know that you, like, we, when I first brought my dishwasher problems, which was with years ago with you, you were living in yeah. New York, you didn't have a dishwasher, and you were like, you more or less agreed. You were like, yeah, you know, washing things by hand doesn't take so long, dishwasher's not that necessary, whatever. Now, you live in Philadelphia, and you have a dishwasher, and you've told me that the dishwasher is amazing, and you love it, and you never want to give it up again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I like, I really like having it. I, I survived in New York without it, and I don't know. I don't know if I, that was a coping mechanism to say that I liked washing dishes by hand, but as soon as I had the opportunity to not do so, I stopped doing it, and I started using the dishwasher that is in the apartment. So... I, yeah, I like it. I guess, I guess my question for you would be, do you feel this way about washing things related to food or everything? I mean, I probably shouldn't make too many assumptions because I know you're a man who buys wool things so you don't have to clean your underwear. But like, do you feel well, this way on. about your clothing? Well, hold on, just pop the brakes there. It's not that I don't clean my underwear, just so <laughs> listeners aren't getting the wrong idea. I was hoping I could kind of keep moving forward. You just wanted to steamroll over that one. Yeah, I was hoping so. Listen, wool undergarments is a topic for another show, which we'll definitely come yeah. across at some point. But suffice it to say, for now, listeners, I don't have dirty underwear, I swear. You just have, you probably wash your underwear less frequently than I do, probably. Uh, I hope so, unless you're wearing wool underwear as well. I'm not. I just, I just clean my underwear frequently because I, uh, I appreciate washing my clothes. Okay. No, well, but, but seriously, where do you, do you feel this way about washing other things? So if it was conceivably possible to wash a garment immediately after taking it off and put it back in the closet effectively uh that would be a thing i would certainly consider and and weigh that as a viable option but the washing of clothes is actually a thing where uh a certain um like critical mass makes the task easier right uh like if you have a bunch of clothes and you have to use you know less soap and the dryer which is going to actually like pull all the stuff out of things is going to run a certain amount and it doesn't really matter how many clothes are in there and so it's better to run it with a bunch of things in there and there's actually a reason to do that with with critical mass and also our homes are not set up for washing clothes by hand we don't have in general you know washboards and like large basins in our bedrooms or in our uh bathrooms adjacent to our bedrooms but but you own a home you could do that if you wanted to i certainly could and i'm certain there are cultures that this is a thing right you don't have clothes washing day every two weeks it's that you either wash your clothes when they're dirty or you wash them after wearing them or whatever uh, I, I don't think that i think it's a very viable option i don't think that's crazy which i think some people listening will probably think that sounds crazy so we're more more talking about like the amount of time it takes to wash clothes versus dishes and that's the difference here well it's time and it's infrastructure it's a matter of you know the actual things that are available in where where your clothes are versus where your dishes are um yeah. and i also think it's just the nature of the thing i think Cleaning clothes is a certain type of task that has a certain amount of investment per garment and a certain amount of setup time and a certain amount of, uh, you know, cleanup time. And dishes has a different set of all those variables, which makes it much more feasible to wash dishes as soon as they become dirty. Okay, so one is just amount of time. I'll accept that. But uh, I just see dishes as kind of the same thing now. Sure. And I think that's a very, I think that's a very common view. Um, and what I will say is that I do think 
So let's talk about let's talk about time. Let's just focus on time for a second, because this is one of the main things that people will champion about technology. Is like, oh, this technology does this thing, so we have more time, right? Oh yeah, all the time. All the time. We have we have all the time, all the time. <laughs> Constantly. That is a constant refrain from people who make technology. Here's a new thing to save you time, so that you can go wash your dishes by hand or mm-hmm. whatever. So part of my uh, rejection of dishwashers, and I should say that I do have a dishwasher in my house, which I bought a year and a half ago, and it, it's people are going to think I'm either, uh, people are going to have some judgment about this. I, I've never used it once, uh, which is probably an annoying statement similar to me saying it on the TV, but also uh, there is still, when I bought the house, the dishes from the previous owner, some of the dishes were in there, and I haven't even bothered to take them out. So there are still some dishes well, in my dishwasher gross. that don't even belong that's... to me <laughs> what are you at least gonna clean them or throw them away or something i think they're clean uh they don't look that dirty but uh, i just have never like if i take them out of there then i guess i have to throw them out or like, adopt them as my own but that feels weird and and wrong i mean you've left them in there for so long there might actually be something to adopt in there you might have a little pet or something now i check in every once in a while it's a pretty mold-free environment i've discovered but um but yeah, so I have one. I don't use it. Uh, and part of my not using it, part of my rejection of the technology of dishwashers is my belief that more time is not necessarily the best thing. That saving time always comes at an expense and that that expense is seldom weighed against the benefit of that time that's actually being saved. So uh, I would say I, I cook most nights at home. Um, I would say probably three to four nights a week I cook, and the time it takes me to wash the dishes, I actually know pretty accurately because I'm always listening to podcasts while I'm doing it, uh, and so that mm-hmm. time is usually somewhere between like 12 and at the upper bound like 20 minutes if I've got, you know, a bunch of pans or pots I'd use for some more elaborate dish. It might take a bit longer. Uh, some nights it's nothing, right? If I made some very simple like pasta dish in one pan, then it might take five minutes to do the dishes, but we're talking about that amount of time. Uh, and that is time that I value not just for the dishwashing, because uh, I think that people are capable of doing multiple things with that amount of time. So I don't view that as time lost the same way that somebody who is trying to optimize for, oh, how do I, whatever I say is going to sound judgmental, but you know, somebody that really wants to watch their favorite shows on Netflix or somebody that really wants to read a book or uh, something is going to consider that time wasted. Um, I don't. And, and part of it is that, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. and I think that's great. But also it's time to think. It's time to like kind of wind down. I appreciate having a ritual. And this is a ritual that is very easy to have because it's a requirement. And those dishes need to get clean. And so this is a ritual I'm kind of forced into, which I think is a, a good thing to force yourself into habits sometimes. So to say that the dishwasher saves time would just give me more time to do something maybe I don't want to do. Maybe I'm happy to do the dishes. I feel similarly sometimes. Uh, but this has almost everything to do with your preference in media and very little to do with your preference in doing the dishes. Like, I also like to do things that just, uh, are an activity that involves not hearing anything. So I can just listen to a podcast or audiobook. Um, if I just preferred reading a book or watching a TV show or movie, uh, like, I don't think there's anything undeniable about that. I think that's just, it happens to align with Andy's preferences in media. Well, I'm. I'm I don't one, think you're gonna. You're not gonna make an argument that uh, a podcast is objectively or undeniably better than a movie, right? Just in terms no. of general entertainment. No, and honestly, like there are days when I don't listen to podcasts. Usually, when the f- battery on my phone has died or is in danger of dying, 
And that it's doesn't when you don't have ears. That's well, when well, I mean, that that doesn't make the experience any worse. That's one anecdote. And yes, in, in my particular situation, uh, perhaps I am. It's more convenient for me to do that because the media that I like to consume most is something I can do while also doing the dishes. But yep. what I'm talking more about is the bigger idea of, uh, I, I guess it's kind of like a, a base level optimism about life. Like, I don't think chores are bad. I don't think doing a thing <laughs> that needs to be done is bad. Uh, and I think there's actually some merit in kind of thinking about your life and the world around you as something that needs to be like actively maintained and not something that's just going to handle itself and it's autonomous and you're just kind of there to press the buttons. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like something I, I, I think is valuable and I recognize that that's partially like I subjectively value it, but I also think it's something that just is valuable that some people are missing out on in the same way that I'm missing out on lots of things that I'm sure are valuable that I don't see. Uh, but that's part of it for me. It's like, it's having a ritual, having something that I know is going to be that way. Uh, that's some time in the day for this sort of consistency. It's a good way for me to like unwind after cooking, which is sometimes an active thing where I'm kind of doing a lot and juggling a lot of things all at once. And yeah, I think that's valuable. And there are honestly very, very few nights where I actually just really don't want to do the dishes. And on those nights, I think it is a good thing to do them. Like, those are the nights where I most am like, I don't want to do the dishes, but I'm going to. And then I will feel a sense of accomplishment, a sense of sort of uh, rising above my weird preferences, rising above my innate uh, vice of laziness, and mm -hmm. still doing this thing that needs to be done, which I think is a big part of life. But here's the thing. So... I don't disagree with that. This is good for Andy. But I think the value, like, I think what you're saying is that a dishwasher is bad because it takes away a ritual that you find to be important or peaceful or good for your life in some way. Replace that with any other ritual, though. And you could make the argument that, like, let's say I find, what if I think, like, brewing coffee is a better ritual and I just put the dishes in the dishwasher and then I go do this other ritual that I find more enjoyable. Sure. I think you can swap any one ritual for another, and then now your dishwasher being bad argument falls apart because I save time to do the ritual that's important to me. Well, the, so I'm going to get to other pieces of this because this is I started with kind of the I started with kind of the waffliest piece because I, I agree with you, right? Like uh, I think it's very possible to appreciate the things that I'm saying I appreciate about doing the dishes uh, and thereby not using this piece of technology and do that some other way. Um, it I don't think it. My main contention is that it, it draws people's attention away from the actual downsides of it, which I think are, there are practical ones with dishwashers. But I'm also talking about this bigger idea, which, yes, if, if you're the kind of person that wants to go hand brew a cup of coffee or, you know, do whatever it is you want to do, and then that's your, like, 15-minute thing that's going to be repetitive mm -hmm. and meditative and is your kind of ritual, uh, I think that, that's fine. Uh, that doesn't mean that... Hmm, what's the best way to put it? Well, let's keep moving and see where we arrive because i've got plenty of arguments but i'm gonna let you keep going and then no. i'll yeah, really and, shut you down at the end and i, I appreciate i appreciate the being shot down because i need to be put in my place sometimes <laughs> and also listeners <laughs> all love the it. time it's, it's, Every, it's why people tune in that's my role and i haven't been doing it well enough i gotta shoot you down sometimes andy so i believe the technology blinds us to a lot of the downsides of it and i think this is true i should say before you say it for me i think this is true of all kinds of technology right like We'll, we'll eventually talk about automobiles. Automobiles are a perfect example of a thing that 
people are very blind to the downsides of how it affects the actual day-to-day life of living. Uh, it's, it seems like it's just only good, and you're like, well, it's only good, I'll just use it whenever I need it, and that just mm-hmm. gives me more opportunities they wouldn't have before. But having that thing in your life just changes fundamentally the way you live. Uh, and I think that's true of dishwashers, and it's true of almost every other piece of technology. Dishwashers are the one for me where there are other downsides, which I'll get into shortly, and also the benefit is so marginally small. Like, even the amount of time you save is marginally small. Now, if we forget the time you have to put into fixing the dishwasher whenever it breaks and, uh, you know, maintaining it and, you know, buying the extra weird packets and the money it costs to buy those special packets instead of just buying mm-hmm. regular dish soap or whatever it is that are other things are associated with the dishwasher, if we take all that out, you're probably still only saving, what, like, it takes me 15 minutes to do the dishes. How long does it take to unload the dishwasher? Mm, two or three minutes. And how long does it take to rinse the dishes off before you're putting them in so they actually get clean? Two or three minutes? Yeah, so that adds up. <laughs> do the math So I'm at... I'm at- well, low ball the math. I'm at I'm at four minutes. Uh, you're still at fifteen. But I, I understand. But you know. So, let's get into the other downsides. Uh, I want to hear first it. big practical downside. I've been talking about all the emotional, touchy feely stuff. Let's talk about practical downsides. First big practical downside of a dishwasher is it takes up an enormous amount of space in your kitchen. It's like usually what a, almost a cubic yard. Most dishwashers, I think, are. 28 inches wide and they're as deep as a countertop which is another 24 26 inches depending on where you are and then the height of the countertop yeah. which is 30 inches they're they're big things um i love architecture matt we've talked about this a lot i really love sure. the idea of sort of crafting your physical space to represent your values and to represent the life you want to live and to basically give up a huge chunk of the kitchen which is a space that i personally subjectively value and think is important uh to give that up to a machine is something that I think is not worth the trade-off. Uh, that space could be used for so many other things, uh, if, if not just being empty space, which I think would be really valuable. And people don't think about that. They think, oh, we need to have space for the dishwasher. Let's forget about possibly having more storage or possibly having a bigger stove or a bigger sink, and let's just make sure we have this thing, which we now in modern times consider a necessity. We need to have the space for the dishwasher in this kitchen. Uh, that's a big practical downside for me. What are you going to put there instead? A cabinet? Well, right now, right now, what I have there instead is a dishwasher I use as storage for my uh, previous homeowner's old dishes, uh, which is <laughs> yeah, gives me so, a lot of value in my life. <laughs> you're really using that space, important. Why don't you just put some pots and pans in there? Use the dishwasher as a cabinet. I guess I could do that. I'm not, I'm not really wanting for space in my current arrangement. But yeah, eventually, like I got big plans for that space. Right now, uh, for other reasons, it's stuck being an old dishwasher. But, uh, but yeah, right now I'm not doing anything with it. But. Uh, also, keep in mind, the dishwasher, too, needs to be positioned in a certain way. There are limitations to where a dishwasher can be in your kitchen. Uh, if you yep. need to be near a drain, it needs drainage. Usually, it's almost always next to the sink. Uh, and the sink, if it doesn't have a garbage disposal, you actually have a little uh, filter you need to clean out of the dishwasher from all the food stuff that sort of gets built up there. So there's like limitations to where it can be placed, which dictates the entire design of a kitchen, which... To some people, I feel like they're going to feel like this is totally trivial. And to me, it's like one of the biggest deals <laughs> that, yeah. that when you're sitting down to like d- designing up space, is always about limitations. So your limitations are here where the pipes are, here where the electricity is, here's where the natural light is, here's where these windows and doorways and, you know, uh, various things are. Now we need to decide where everything goes. To put another thing in that list, which is, oh, by the way, we need a cubic yard next to the sink that we can dedicate to this. And there has to be enough room for the door to open so that it can be loaded up. Uh, that, yeah. to me, 
like we're starting to design our entire lives in a small way around what we consider to be an enormous convenience that I view as a very negligible convenience. And that to me is a big downside. The fact that this thing, which has marginal time-saving benefits, depending on your perspective, uh, ends up dictating the design of a kitchen. Eh, do you think it dictates the design of a kitchen? I would say there's so many other things. By the way, all the things you mentioned are technology. Pipes. I don't know if you mentioned a refrigerator, but you probably have to plan for a refrigerator more so than a dishwasher. Um, I mean, it kind of, it fits in a space that would kind of otherwise be a cabinet. Like, what else are you going to put there? Uh, I mean, it, it could be anything. <laughs> it could, like, you could literally not even put anything in the same place if not for the need of a dishwasher. Like, it's, it, it's kind of like saying, uh, I mean, Matt you build websites. It's kind of like somebody saying, oh, you know, just put this comment section here. Like, what are you going to put there if not for the comment section? Just like put this here. Like, we need this. You know that it's, it's a flawed thinking just to say like, oh, there's space there. We might as well put stuff in it. That, 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 that logic does not follow if you're trying to design something successfully that has a, like a, a cohesion to it. I'll, okay. I'll agree with that. So, uh, we covered that. Uh, so I, I bet there are people out there that are, uh, screaming at their at their podcasts about how more efficient dishwashers are than people washing dishes yep. uh, and this is i will concede true in many cases uh for most people a modern dishwasher is going to use less water uh to do the dishes and it will use slightly more electricity but uh the electricity for or, or energy rather to heat the water for the extra water you're probably using to wash dishes by hand is probably offsetting itself so it tends to be more efficient and it undeniably gets the dishes more clean, uh, which is a thing. Yeah, I was going to say, there are plenty of dishes that I just can't really clean by myself. Like, I can't get my hand in a certain cup, or there's just certain things that just a dishwasher will clean that I kind of can't do. Mm, there's some special brushes I can show you that can solve all your problems. But uh, this is a thing I think people think is probably a very reasonable uh, pushback. Like, oh, it gets things more clean. Uh, and sure. the answer I have there is that it's unnecessarily more clean. Sure, it's more clean, but they'd also be more clean if you took them to a science lab and you baked them in a sanitizing oven uh, and put them in a vacuum for a certain amount of time. That would be more clean. But we all recognize that those that amount of sort of intensity is not worth it. And I would argue that the amount of intensity that a regular residential dishwasher already provides is already not worth it because people are not getting sick off of dishes that they cleaned insufficiently by hand. It's not, they're already plenty clean. The sanitation is not a concern. I would still make the argument it's more about the ease of getting cleaning certain dishes versus others in the dishwasher. I never I never am concerned about the amount of germs on the dish. That's not an issue I have. I'm sure some people do, but those people are crazy, Andy. Just got to get the right brushes. The right brushes make cleaning anything <laughs> a delight. So uh, the last thing I want to bring up practically is the general maintenance of just introducing more complexity into your life. If you wash your dishes by hand, there is a remarkable consistency in that you are never going to wake up and find that your drying rack has broken and sprayed water all over your kitchen. Uh, you are never going to have a day where the brush you use to wash your dishes breaks and you have to spend $1,000 buying a new one because that's what you have to do now. Uh, the introducing technology always has an introdu introduction of additional complexity. There's moving parts in dishwashers, O-rings that can fail. There's all kinds of things that can go wrong, which means that the stress of cleaning the, the, the stress of choosing to live a life with a dishwasher is that you will have you will save a marginal amount of time for some number of months or years and that at some point something will go wrong and you will spend a lot of time and money trying to fix this thing that is kind of 
focused in one small period of time. Uh, so everything's great. You save 10 minutes a day for four years, and then the dishwasher breaks and spays water all over your kitchen, and you have to spend time writing an insurance claim. You have to spend time going to the store and buying the new dishwasher and shopping around for them, and you have to spend money to get the person to come out and install it, and you have to figure out how you match the trim on all the things. It becomes a whole thing. And that's the thing I don't think people really think about either. I think they're like, oh, I have this thing now. It's great. It makes my life easier. And when it goes wrong, that's the day they're mad at the technology. They're mad the day that it sprays water all over the kitchen and breaks. And what I'm just uh, advocating for is an awareness that that possibility was always present when you made the decision to bring that into your life. Uh, and there are certain things, again, this is true of all technology, right? Like, my yeah. entire life is if in a computer. If I were to make that argument, yeah, I was going to say, if I, if I had to expand on that argument, or if I had to refute that argument, uh, I would just say, like, yeah, you can make, you, you make all the, those decisions all the time. You just pick this instead of another thing. I, for example, am very grateful when I hear about people's car nightmares that I don't have a car they have to deal with, because that seems like 99% maintenance and 1% benefit. Well, that's but, the thing, is uh, you have to weigh it against the actual practical benefits to your way of life. So the same and, can be true. And the true. way I see a dishwasher in my life is that I rent an apartment. I've never had to fix the dishwasher. I've, I bought soap uh, literally one time since I've moved in, which was a year ago. Uh, and it's never broken. It's never had to deal with any maintenance. And if it were to deal with any maintenance, someone else would deal with it. So, okay, so how much life, more? Pretty minimal. Pretty minimal. How much more do you think that your landlord or management company charges you for rent because they know there's an expensive appliance in there that may at any point fail that they are responsible for fixing and repairing? I realize probably, you know, a couple hundred dollars or something. But you also have to think about where the area that I'm in. I literally didn't see one apartment that didn't have a dishwasher. I, I, so I know. So not choice, really. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not criticizing your choice to live with the dishwasher. I'm just saying that, yes, it, it, the way you present it, it sounds like, oh, this is not a thing at all for you. But you can always follow that trail on up and find some reason why it's affecting you. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, the same thing that I'm saying of dishwashers could be said of any technology, right? You could say that of indoor plumbing. You could be like, well, you could get indoor plumbing, but someday a pipe's going to burst and then everything's going to get ruined. And that's true. It's true exactly the way it's true for dishwashers, except I would argue the practical benefit to the quality of life from indoor plumbing is enormous. It is so worth that risk. It is so worth uh, adopting that technology and all of the costs, both time and money-wise, that come associated with it. Uh, I think the same is true of every other piece of technology that I choose to uh, embrace. The same is true of refrigerators. Same is true of a range uh, in the kitchen. Uh, same is definitely true of computers. I would argue for most people, it's probably true of smartphones. If you can afford a smartphone, uh, it's worth having all that stuff available, even though if it means that it could all go away immediately and you lose that convenience. Uh, we kind of, I think, when I choose to adopt a piece of technology, I try and weigh the benefit to my life versus the cost of introducing this additional complexity. And I think some people don't. They're just like, oh, new technology is better. And then they end up hating technology. And it's because they kind of overextended themselves and didn't realize the trade-offs they were coming into. So if you think about a dishwasher and you recognize that, yeah, someday, definitely, this thing, unless I replace it, you know, every five years just for fun to, you know, try and stay ahead of it failing, uh, this thing is definitely going to fail. Yeah, like an iPhone. That's what you do. That's the new thing with dishwashers. You get a new one every five years. I actually do have a spreadsheet of all of the years all of my appliances were installed in their expected lifespans. I do plan to replace them before they fail, most of them. Anyway, 
people don't think about that. And I think if you, I think for me, when I think about the expense of those things, I look at the refrigerator, I look at the indoor plumbing, I look at the electricity, I look at most of the conveniences of modern day life, and I say, these are all definitely worth it. I look at computers and I say, they're definitely worth it. I look at the dishwasher and I say, no, no, you're not worth it. And people think you're worth it because you just, you look like everything else. But the actual practical value in my life in a house with two people in it uh, is basically none. Uh, if you have a house with six people in it, maybe it's worth it for you. So really what I'm being critical of is the approach to the world of just assuming that the technology is always good and we should just have more of it all the time, uh, as opposed to the approach of actually really thinking about the costs associated with introducing additional complexity into your life. That's a long way to get to it, because I don't think we can agree that dishwasher undeniably bad. I think dishwasher undeniably fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that it's fair to say that tech- more technology is not always undeniably good. And the dishwasher is the best example of it for many, many people. For my, I feel like car would be a better example for me. We're going to get to but car. Again, this, is just, this is just a subjective thing. As, as uh, nothing's really objective, everything's kind of subjective. You get to make your own choice about whether you really like doing the dishes or you don't, and you think that time is worth it. Maybe you want to go make a cup of coffee, but Andy doesn't like coffee, so he picks dishes. Subjective. I make a cup of dishes, and then I pour the dishes into my mouth. <laughs> We're going to get to the episode, Matt, someday, where I really tear into cars for how all the problems they have people seem to be completely blind to most of the time. But yeah. even cars, I think you can make a way better argument for why they provide real practical value to most people over dishwashers. This is another one where it's subjective. It's based on how I've chosen to live my life, and that's why a car, I think, is not worth it at the moment. But there might be a point where that changes. Well, you, you say chosen thing. to live your life, but you also you have a certain degree of, of privilege in that you can choose to work from home and you can choose to work in technology and not have to get somewhere. Oh, absolutely. There are people who yes. literally can't have a job unless they have a car because they can't That's afford true. to live within proximity of the place that they is the only place they can get a job somewhere. That's uh, why I would never make the argument that car undeniably bad. I have feelings and I care for other people. Andy. Yeah, but there, that, that equivalent does not exist for dishwashers. N- nobody <laughs> is getting anywhere near that amount of value practically in their life out of a dishwasher. The person that's getting the most value in the whole world is probably somebody out there that's got quadruplets and they bought some industrial dishwasher and are throwing everything in there. Oh, I forgot about the other thing I hate about dishwashers. Oh, this brings me to the other thing. Having a like dishwasher. Being very insensitive to stay-at-home dishwashers. If that's your job, I feel like that's that takes a lot. Having um, a dishwasher. If you're a remote, if you're a remote dishwasher, I feel like that makes a big difference in your life. You don't know. Having a dishwasher leads you to make decisions about the number of dishes you have, the number of dishes you dirty that are reckless. They're 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 you you are so much encouraged to just buy more dishes because. Some are in the dishwasher sometimes, and it's just too much work to run it, and you just they're not like they're unavailable, right? People think yeah. about dirty dishes in the dishwasher as completely out of commission. So if we need more dishes, uh, we're not we can't take them out and clean them by hand. Certainly, we have to just those are gone. Uh, we need more dishes because at this moment we have dirty dishes, and we also have need for more dishes. So I think people that have dishwashers will have more dishes. They will use dishes unnecessarily in the process of cooking and preparing meals because they don't think about the actual cost of having to then clean them because it seems like it just happens automatically. Uh, and you end up kind of going in this snowballing place where you don't think about the things you're doing because you're absorbed by this machine. Well, Andy, a dish is a technology just like a dishwasher, maybe a little bit closer to wheel than iPhone, but you can't just have all these dishes and not consider 
the effect they might have in your life. No, I agree. You should definitely think about that about dishes, and I think they're well worth the trade-offs. And also, we have like six plates, and that's plenty. We have like ample plates. I think, Andy, if you were to eat your food with your hands, you'd be more connected to your food, and I don't think a dish is a thing you need in your life. No, you definitely don't need a dish, but I, I'm, I'm telling you, I've thought about the trade-offs, and I've chosen to think dishes are good. Dishes are, dishes are, this is work. Yeah, we gotta get, we gotta get a, a double Andy on here to defend not having dishes. Somebody is further down the path of yeah, total hipsterism. Yeah, somebody is like 2x Andy. <laughs> two, oh, God, that's a terrifying <laughs> thought. Jesus. Uh, well, if 2x Andy, if you're out there, why don't, you, why don't you find us on Twitter, find us at Real Good Bad Show, or if you disagree with 1x Andy, you can do the same. Just find us at Real Good Bad Show and tell us why Andy is so wrong about doing the dishes. There's going to be a lot of disagreements with this show, I think. Oh, I sure hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but every disagreement is uh, anybody that feels compelled to write that they disagree, Matt, that's just somebody that is basically saying you didn't do your job well enough because the thing they were thinking you didn't say. Maybe if you had a little bit more time to prepare, Andy, and you weren't spending so much time doing the dishes, maybe you'd do a better show. Oh, no, you ever I'm prepared. I guarantee there will be nobody else <laughs> that lobbies an additional criticism against dishwashers that I didn't think of. <laughs> oh, there we go. There's another one. At Real Good Bad Show, tweet additional reasons that dishwashers... <laughs> Tweet additional reasons that dishwashers are undeniably bad. If I missed one, uh, I would love to hear about why you think dishwashers are bad, because I, I like to be the world's foremost completist on knowledge about why dishwashers are bad. You should write one of those John Hodgman-style books about dishwashers and only dishwashers. I could, I, there could be a lot of chapters in that book, right, about dishwashers. It'd be, it'd, it'd well, it'd basically be this podcast if I have the discipline to actually write and edit something, which sounds like a lot of time. I'm too busy washing dishes. <laughs> You have, enough, you have enough discipline to take notes. You definitely don't have enough discipline to edit this, uh, which is where my pain comes in. But this will be a fun one. That was a nice like little it. dig you got in there. Oh, yeah. I like, I've, been, I've been trying to sneak my digs in. I feel like people feel, uh, people thought I was too soft on you with the Garfield episode, so I really got to get back in there. Some people say that people like to listen to shows where people are friends and they're nice to each other, but Matt thinks people <laughs> like to listen to shows where they just <laughs> constantly take each other down a peg. Sometimes I'm right on your level and I agree with everything. And then the next episode, I feel bad because I thought, I didn't do my job. Yeah. And then you get the people writing the tweets that say Garfield's actually good. And then, we, then I go, what are you talking about? Wait, what? That what? Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't mean Garfield. I meant something And then else. shortly after, they go, oh, wait, no. I mean, it's a bad comic, but it's a good something else. And I'm like, yeah, we're in agreement. That's, bad comic. That's what we said. Ship it. <laughs>